Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Yes, I am still here in sunny Knoxville, Tennessee. This is our last full day to be here. Uh, I have no idea what fun things we have planned today, but I can guarantee you this is going to include a lot of food and a lot of fun, a lot of laughter, uh, maybe a few tears, not sure from who, but I'm sure somebody's going to shed some tears, uh, and it's going to be a good day. So I wanted to share this thing that happened yesterday. So yesterday we all decided that we were going to do some activities. So half of us decided to go to the Festival of Trees, which is a beautiful event put on in Knoxville every year downtown. <clears throat> There's a stadium and basically it's, uh, if you've ever been to like a home show, you know, you go to this booth, this expo, and they've got all of these different booths and things and they, they um, showcase things for like buying things for your home, right? Um, this is kind of like that, but every booth has a Christmas tree and it has a different theme and has characters. And, um, you know, there's the one that was the highlight that some of the, the folks in our group saw was a tree literally made out of Legos. So it's really a cool, fascinating thing. I, for one, it's not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> so I actually stayed back and I had to, you know, pay some bills and do some things like that. But I really was just enjoying a little bit of quiet time too. Um, but a lot of us, uh, you know, half of the group decided to go and do that. And then uh, what we did was all of us uh, met at an escape room. And so we split it up between guys and girls and uh, the, you know, we were like, okay, who can be fastest to escape from the room uh, with the, the least amount of clues? And so uh, we both escaped the room, which was awesome. Uh, we had like, I don't know, 50 seconds to spare or something. The guys, I guess they got out two minutes ahead of time and uh, they they had like seven clues. We didn't have any clues. So uh, we were the uh, de facto winners, if you will. Uh, it was a fun time. It was a really fun time. Um, but well, there was a little incident that happened before that. So let me set this up. Okay, let me give you the variables here. All right. So we've been in this house with 15 people for several days now. And many of you know, I'm actually a true introvert, meaning that I gain energy from being by myself. Uh, not that I can't be outgoing or that I don't love people because I, I absolutely do. But my tank can only be so full uh, until I, I need some alone time, right? So none of that has happened. It never happens on this trip. I totally understand that. Um, I will have some alone time on Monday. <laughs> so uh, my tank is a little f empty, I guess. Um, so I was elected to drive because I have the biggest vehicle. We have a rental and we can fit seven people in our vehicle. So that's half of our group. Uh, and my husband, uh, you know, the stickler for the rules is like, hey, you need to drive. You're, you're on the rental vehicle. You know, nobody else is. And he's been feeling under the weather. So he uh, was not able to drive. So here I am. I'm, I'm the driver. Okay, fine. Now, I've not driven this vehicle yet. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, uh, trying to get used to a new vehicle. And I couldn't figure out these side view mirrors on the, these new vehicles. Could not figure out how do I get the them to, to, 
to not be flush with the side? How do I get them so that I can actually see out of the, the mirrors? So you're talking everything from that to, you know, how do I adjust the seat? And it was raining. So how, how do I get the, the wipers to work? It was all of this stuff I'm trying to figure out as I've got six other people in the vehicle, right? Now, also throw into that, that my aunt and uncle live in a beautiful home, but they're in Knoxville, Tennessee. They're in the mountains and their home is on a hill on the mountain. So their driveway is uh, perilous at best. And it's on, um, not only on a hill, but it is curved. So it's almost a, a 90 degree curve, if you will, to get down. Now, they navigate it very well. My dad spends a lot of time here. He's got a little tiny Kia. I call it his black roller skate car. He navigates this very well. Um, my sister lived here for several years, so she's very used to it. Um, but anybody else who's not used to it, this is a challenge, right? Okay, so here I am. I, my, my tank is empty. Uh, I'm trying to figure out this car, which is a lot bigger, by the way. It's, uh, I think it's an Explorer, so it's a lot bigger than what I'm used to. I've got six other people in the car. Uh, I've got the backup camera, which is beautiful and amazing and also very daunting as I'm trying to do this task because now I've got three or four, actually at the time, three children in the car who are, um, you know, trying to give me their, their, noticings, their observations of what they're seeing on the screen. Um, right. So, so the, they said things like, Oh, you're going too far that way. Oh, you need to go the other way. Right. So three of them saying that. And then you've got my dad in the back who God love him. He's trying to be as helpful as possible. And he's trying to tell me you don't have to back up. And I understand what he's saying that when he drives, there's a way that you can pull up to the garage door. You can actually back up a certain way and then you can go down the hill, which I totally understand. And I would if my car wasn't almost two times as long as his car. So he's trying, he's kind of yelling at me because I'm not listening to him. And I'm like, I'm trying to do this myself. And my brother is sitting there and he, um, <laughs> He, he's not saying anything. He's just shaking his head. Now, my brother, he has a lot of skills. And let me tell you, for him to get down this hill is nothing, whether he's done it before or not. That's his skill set. And here I am thinking, why am I doing this? Why in the world am I doing this? This makes no sense that I would be the one out of all of the people next to the children. I would be the one that should not be doing this. So I said, screw it. I'm done. I do not have to suffer or struggle with this. There's no, no way. And oh yes, I, you had my uncle at the bottom of the hill because he pulled his car down the hill and parked and he was waiting for us to come and pick him up. And so he's just shaking his head at this whole thing, not knowing what's occurring inside the vehicle, just watching the craziness of moving the vehicle. So I finally stopped the car and I said, okay, Mark, you get the pleasure and the joy of taking us down the hill. And the whole time my my dad is yelling at me, you don't have to back it down. I'm like, would you just be quiet? Just sit there. You are not in charge of anything right now. Um, and so we do the Chinese fire drill. Uh, he gets in, doesn't even hardly use the, the backup camera at all, just does his thing and down he goes. 
And we pick up my, my uncle, everybody switches seats and he's like, what's happening right now? I said, don't worry about it. Let's just go. And so we're getting on our way and, um, they would not tell me where we were going because they didn't know, they didn't have the address. And they're like, oh, go out by this way. Oh, go out by that way. And I'm looking at both my uncle and my dad saying, guys, remember, I'm not from here. I don't know what you're talking about. We're going to have to talk in things like, I don't know, right, left. Hey, in three miles, you'll probably want to be in this lane. Tell me things ahead of time, right? Or let me show you this magical box on this vehicle. Uh, It's got a screen and you can input where you want to go and tell it and it will tell me everything. (laughs) So uh, here I am trying to do my best. And I know I was yelling at one point and I was just like, ah, I've had enough. Um, so anyway, wh- on the way back, I was like, I know exactly where we're going. We're going back to the house. I'm going to put this into the little magical machine. So I did. And guess what? I'm like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to pretend nobody else is with me. And I'm on a cross country trek like this summer. And I will get myself there, which is great because then my other uncle called to FaceTime, who he's doing a, a long-term stint for work in Greece. And so uh, everybody was very excited. And I'm like, great. I'm so excited for you guys. But nobody was telling me where to go. And I'm like, okay, I've got the I've got the the screen here. I can do this. So here I am in my little bubble, trying the hardest uh, on on Black Friday, nonetheless. So it's like everybody in Knoxville wants to come out and, and shop. And we've got to go through some major metropolitan areas because there are um, several different malls around where we live. So it was intense, uh, definitely uh, intense for me. And here they all are, you know, enjoying their FaceTime, which I'm glad that they were doing. Uh, but my father and my uncle have not figured out that, you know, the phone, you don't have to yell. You know, you don't have to yell for him to hear you in Greece. You can just put your mouth up to the phone and by magic, something happens. The other person will hear you, right? So I've got people yelling and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need to lay down or have a stiff drink after this. So I was really glad I put it into the screen so I could be in, in charge and in control. Now, the reason why I tell you this, this, first of all, this is not abnormal. This is my family. Okay. Maybe your family is the same way. If it's not, just know there are families out there like this. So count your blessings. But there's a couple things about your definition of help that really popped up for me. Okay. So as I was sitting there, um, actually, <laughs> I was like, oh, I need to go use the restroom, which really just meant I need to like sit in a ball for a minute and like think about my life choices and how am I doing, right? I was doing some psyche balances, like relieving some stress and taking care of myself. And I realized, okay, what was the problem? All right. So several things. First of all, my uncle standing down there at the hill, you know, he's seeing the outside uh, of what's happening, but he has no clue what's happening on the inside. So he has his own perspective. And when he got back into the vehicle, he was like, well, you could have just done X, Y, and Z. I'm like, you have no idea what's happening here. You don't know what's happening inside me or inside this vehicle, but thank you so much, right? Thank you so much for your input because he was trying to be helpful. The kids, listen, they think because they see something on the screen, they're experts. 
It's kind of like somebody saying, oh, because I went to school for so many years, I can now tell teachers what to do. Or, oh, you know, I can give myself first aid or I can look up on Google my symptoms. So therefore I can tell my doctor what to do. Right. So these very helpful children are trying to, uh, from their own perspective, help me, which of course they were not. So I was tuning them out because I know that they are lower level of awareness. They don't know what they're doing and they're trying to help. (laughs) Okay. Then you got uh, my dad, who is still trying to help, but from his own perspective. I think that's the thing that bothered me the most. And I might have to have a little chat with him because I completely understand where he was coming from and what he was saying, but he didn't have the same variables as I did. And so from his experience, I can just move my little teeny tiny car and it's no big deal. Well, this vehicle is a lot bigger. You haven't driven this vehicle and you don't understand what it's like for me to have to drive this vehicle, especially with you in the car. (laughs) So he's trying to be helpful, but he's yelling at me because I am not doing not only what he wants me to do, but I'm not doing it the way that he would do it, the way that he knows works for himself. So in his mind, he's thinking you're screwing this whole thing up. And if you just listen to me, And in my mind, I'm thinking that's not going to work for me and you're not helping me. You you want me to do it the way that you want me to do it, but you're not helping me do it the way that I want to do it. And that's really the definition of help. So when you're working with another person, it's you got to find out what is their definition, definition of help. What would help them the most? And then my brother, God love him, he just sat there and he didn't say a word. He, I'm sure he had thoughts. You know, he, this guy is very, he's a pilot of all things. So driving down a hill is nothing for him. Um, but he never said his thoughts aloud. So he, even afterwards, he was like, eh, no, it's no big deal. Um, and so I, I, when I said, Mark, here you go. And he just jumped right in. And at first I thought that was defeat. I could have I stayed with it right? But then I realized afterwards, no, it's not defeat. It was realizing this is an impossible situation for me right now. And I don't have to do it. And I've realized I've gotten that way in my life where I look at something and I'm like, this is impossible. This is a, a struggle. And I don't have to struggle. There is a way out. And in this particular situation, because of all of these variables, I could not use my brain to really figure a way out. So I just said, I'm calling on my resources. Here you go. He bopped us down that hill and there you go. And then he got out and he got back in his seat and he didn't tell me what to do. He didn't tell me what I should have done. He just helped in whatever way that I asked for his help. And I thought, thank you so much. (laughs) I really appreciate that, right? So it's not that these people in this vehicle weren't helpful. They were all helpful in their own way. But my brother was the only one who was helpful to me in that moment because he did what I asked him to do. I was trying to help my father understand, I need you to support me in doing what I want to do, not tell me the way that you want me to do it. I needed my kids to just kind of sit back there and watch the show, right? And I needed my uncle to be like, oh, interesting. Okay, let's go on our way, right? And give me the address so I can get there on my own because, you know, you giving me directions didn't end up so well. (laughs) And I needed some time alone to prepare for this whole ordeal. I didn't know that I was going to have to deal with this, right? So I guess for me, it's it's, um, looking at there are these situations all the time, but it's helped me to clarify 
I don't have to struggle. I, I have choice in all of this. And I have very helpful, loving people that are also extremely unaware. And I have to factor that in. So instead of, you know, going and doing things the way my dad wanted me to just because it's my dad, um, I, I had to look at it and say, no, I, I, I can still do it my way. I just have to do it a different way. So, uh, you know, there's uh, all kinds of definitions of help and you need to decide what works best for you and speak up for yourself. I think that was the biggest thing for me. Once you know what you need, speak up for yourself. Don't let other people jump in and tell you what you have to do. Say, no, this is what I need to do. How can you help me? Uh, Because that's a way that you can not only have your own power, but you can still do it within the group. So you don't have to be a a raging, screaming idiot uh, and and tell everybody to kind of F off, if you will. Um, You don't have to do that. But you can speak up and you can speak your truth and stand in your power and say, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. How can you help me? Right? And the flip side, if you are one of those helpful people for someone else, whether it be getting down a hill or any other procedural thing or a life thing, right? Um, You know, because especially if you're a parent and you see what's happening with your kids and you're like, oh, I know the path for you. I know the plan for you. Uh, I'm going to show you all these things to do, right? Um, How do you know that that's helpful? Have you asked? Have you asked them what they want to do and how you can support them? Okay. So I hope you remember this funny story later on and ask yourself, who am I in the vehicle? Am I the, am I the helpful person? Uh, or am I the person who's struggling, who needs to call on resources? Okay. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.